0: Good morning ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the McAvoy Super Value GEA podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan um, On today's show I'm delighted to be joined by Paul Fitzpatrick Sports Editor of the Anglo Celt as we look over a very busy weekend in the GEA world um, in Cavan I suppose we'll start off with, with, with your favourite Paul Massive success for Cavan in the handball Four superstars coming
1: Four, yeah Four fantastic players coming along there um, They won the All Ireland Under Fifteen Semi Final in Doubles and the All Ireland Under Sixteen Semi Final in Doubles, which was four, two great wins. Um, in Under Fifteens, it was Niall Mcgee and Matthew Smith, Cucullins and Rammer combination, and then in Under Sixteens, it was Adam McKenna and Oliver McChrystal, Cucullins and Rammer as well.
0: And a big, big win for the for the Fifteens, uh, just absolutely dominant.
1: Yeah, the Fifteens were they were playing Wexford lads who were quite good. The Wexford fellas, our lads would have been familiar with them from before, but. To beat them 15-5, nil. That's so I, I think that's the third game that they've won fifteen nil in the in the championship, which is they they yeah, they are very strong. they're playing Mayo in the final, and that won't be easy. But they they are very strong. The under sixteen doubles was a serious win because they were playing Kilkenny, which is the dominant handball currently at the minute. Kilkenny has nine uh, representatives true to all Ireland finals and juvenile finals between boys and girls, wow. so. To put that in context, you only have 16 finals. I think I'm right in saying you have 16 finals in boys and girls, two of my okay. finals. So to get through to nine of them a series. And probably their strongest chance, they would have said, was they were under 16 doubles because these their lads won the under 14 All Ireland two years ago. Right. But our lads won the under 14 All Ireland last year and beat, beat a different Kilkenny pair. The so p- they're a younger year. pair. Yeah, they're a year younger. That's wow. Oliver and Adam. And they were, they were absolutely brilliant. They were fantastic. Just, as I was saying after, they have the eye of the tiger. When they smell blood, they they went for it and didn't stop until they were home and host. And it's even laughing after we're, we're taking a photograph of the lads. And I, I said to Oliver, smile for the photograph. And he says, i smile when we win the final. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. He's <laughs>
0: my hero already. I love it. That's, that, that boy's not going to be bet. That's class. You're saying the last time that Cavan would have won, was it under 16, was...
1: 95? 95. Paul Brady and the late Paul Cairn in R.I.P. Um, won the under-16 doubles in 1995, which would have been f- Paul Brady's first All-Ireland Wow! Uh, in doubles uh, or in anything. And then um, they won in 1990 as well, Michael Finnegan and Raymond Cunningham. So everyone knows Michael, Paul, Raymond. Th- that's the level of handballer uh, it takes to, to like, win an under-16 All-Ireland. So the boys haven't won it yet, but they're playing Sligo in the final, which would be tough, but... It's in King's Court in two weeks' time. And the under fifteens we haven't won that since ninety one. We've only won that once, and that was Philip Gallaghan and Kieran McDonnell. Right. So fingers crossed, uh, we could get two All Irelands out of it. Will that be a Saturday or a Sunday? It's on Sunday. The Sunday in King's Court. In Kingscourt.
0: Great opportunity for somebody to go up if they haven't been to King's Court, great viewing gallery there. Great opportunity to see all Ireland on the ridge finals because you won't see them in King's Court again for a long time, yeah. if ever.
1: Yeah, because they're going to be in they're going to be in Crow Park from now on. So, yeah. um, and they would have been in Crow Park this year, but the venue wasn't open in time. So, yeah, it's it's a huge thing for 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 Kevin Handball and the Handball's going very well at the minute. Particularly King's Court Club is going very well. Like, yeah. um, you Charlie McCormick and Luke Madden were in the coming Cumberland- mm-hmm. to the National Finals on Saturday as well, and um. It's not it's a non winners event sort of thing. It's a round robin and the playoff and everyone gets a medal, but it's still taken seriously by the kids themselves. And I thought Charlie and Luke were as good as any anything that was there. I saw the games as well. So two more little stars coming up there as well. So great to see it. Very good.
0: Uh, James Brady was in intermediate All Ireland semi at the weekend. Yeah,
1: no, Master's A singles. Masters so a. over forty singles. Mm-hmm. He he was unlucky, he came up against Dominic Lynch. Down uh, in Kerry. Down in Kerry. And uh like Don at <coughs> Robbie McCarty beat Charlie Shanks four and four in the All Ireland Senior Single Semi Final Saturday, and it's I've been seeing McCart I've been watching McCarty since he was fourteen, so the 20, goes twenty years. I've never seen him play that well. Right. And in the quarter-final Don McLynch took a game off him. Oh Jesus! So that'll tell you uh, the task that James Brady had on his oh, hands God. going to carry right. to play Lynch. So. He, he, he got beaten, he he showed up pretty well but uh, he was up against an exceptionally good player there Dominic yes. Lynch is 43 and he's actually genuinely as better than he ever
0: was Brilliant, brilliant, well look it was good good to win the Ulster title for James anyway so congratulations on it um, We'll we'll move on because on Saturday Virginia took on St Column Kills in the All-Ireland uh, semi-final up in Abbottstown and you talk about a smash and grab this was the definition of a smash and grab because virginia were probably the better team even though they were physically a lot weaker than st Column kills they were far far faster they had pace to burn all over the field and, and Column kills couldn't handle it but the, the interesting thing and we've had this debate in the past virginia actually played better against the wind than with it and so did Column kills so it's 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 a very interesting one i don't know where the i suppose the, the the coaching thought on that is you play better with the wind if you've good kickers. And maybe they didn't have enough good kickers to have a lot of strong runners. But
1: mm. is uh Was it was it played on a grass pitch?
0: Yeah, it was played on the were you ever in Habistan? It was. The, the, you know the the Crow Park replica? Yeah. It was played on that pitch. It is the exact replica. Even the, the little gradient Pitch towards the centre of the field from the sidelines. The exact same as Crow Park. I, I couldn't get over. I was saying to one of the groundsmen after, I said that pitch is in some nick. I said like, there's hardly a better pitch in the country. Well, it has to be the best pitch in the country. He says because it's the replica of Crow Park. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at the gradient and all that. I was going, oh my god, you're right. Class, beautiful surface. And it was windy, but it was it was dry. You know it, it it it. it lent itself to to good football and, and probably good thinkers
1: of the game but I was know, following it on Twitter because I was at the handball and I didn't get to it and it seemed like Virginia were in control at one stage
0: Seven points up at one point you know they, they got six points up with about eight minutes to go nine minutes to go maybe and then conceded the conceded uh, one three in a row um, now Sean McAvoy then pulled out an unbelievable free kick 50 metres out, straight in front of the goals. Now, granted, wind assisted, but he was tying with the idea. He was putting the ball on the ground, and then I I heard a call from the sideline, take it out of your hands. And he kind of still put it in the ground, but then went, no, yeah, actually, I'll go go out of my hands. And I was kind of going, okay, so he's going out of his hands to go short. And then next thing, he just let the boot on it. He probably had 20 metres to spare on it. It was class, outside of the right boot, top, top. Top score now, really, really good. And you thought at that point that that's that's a winning score in a game, you know, that that's the sort of score that'll win a game. But column Kills won the resulting kick out, came back up the other end of the field, and a key and Durkin lad went driving at the Virginia defence. And Virginia probably smartly fouled him. But the referee gave or allowed the advantage and Durkin then found uh Madlin at the back post free and he stuck it in the back of the net. Like rather than take the point, they they went for goal, you know, which was a brave thing by Column Kills, and I suppose fortune favours the brave, but it was uh, very disappointing because they were they were definitely good enough to win it, Virginia. A little bit unlucky, Cian who came off injured, he was the full-back, and you think if his presence was there, that goal mightn't have gone in,
1: but look, okay.
0: that's, that's the luck of the draw.
1: And sometimes. who played well for Virginia? Any names to watch out for?
0: Uh, do you know what, the full forward line between them scored three... I think Wow So you had um, Aaron McCabe Obviously soccer player as well Lavi man Uh, Connor Nulty at 13 He scored 1-3 And I thought he was excellent Personally probably my man of the match Um, And then uh, Sean McAvoy scored 1-2 Absolutely brilliant free A point from play on his left foot And then a goal So the the best spell that Virginia had was probably about four, no, about six minutes into the first half. Um, a point from Ryan Galligan, I think it was. Then a, a super ball from Ryan Galligan found Aaron McCabe in behind the defence. It Literally an inch wrong, and the ball wasn't getting there. It was a perfect ball by Ryan Galligan. And then Aaron McCabe sidestepped the keeper and, and hit it into the net. Virginia win the resultant kick out. And Sean McAvoy just goes running straight through the defence and, and, and tucked it low into the keeper's right corner. Brilliant, brilliant finish. But once, once he got in front, once he got eyeballs on the keeper, you knew it was a goal. It was a great, great goal. But, um, Connor Nulty's pace, Aaron McCabe's pace and Sean McAvoy's pace, they couldn't handle it at all, really. Um, and then Niall Carlin had a very good game. Now he was up against a guy easily six inches bigger than him. And won the battle, and, and and just kind of thrived on that battle, you know. Um, possibly carried the ball a little bit too much some of the time. Virginia overall, they needed to maybe let it on, um, but then they were physically smaller, so maybe letting it on wouldn't have worked either. But um, it was it was a disappointment. Well, it's a
1: great achievement that they, they came they came to extra time in their semifinal obviously penalties in the Ulster final yeah. and then to lose to a last minute goal like they 13, a team that definitely provides plenty of drama for the supporters
0: Unbelievable unbelievable drama but after the game I caught up with um, the manager Dermot Shorten. Joined by uh, Virginia College manager Dermot Shorten. disappointing result in the end came so close looked like Sean McAvoy's super free was going to be enough but Column Kills came back at you
2: Yeah look they came back at us um, I think it was one, one, one up at that stage we had 4 points in it just kept pressure on our kick out, probably broke that kick out near the end and uh, they took the goal the maximum, so really put pressure on us then. Yeah,
0: the, the first half display by by your lads was absolutely brilliant, the goals were, were brilliantly worked, it was, it was outstanding work by them.
2: Yeah, well like, to go in like against that gale win, they have 2-3 on the board, I know they, they pulled us back to draw, but if you're going out in that kind of elements and saying we're going to be level at half time, yeah, you would have took that at any stage. So we had a massive effort in the first half, and the lads uh, got the scores. Probably the only thing that got them back into that first half was their kick-out platform. I mean, you, they're very, you could see the height advantage we were giving up across the middle of the field, and they really were able to get their possession off that and make a few scores. But overall, the first half was probably well set up for us to you know, push on the second half.
0: When, when you look at your backs, as you said, physically they weren't as strong as Colum Cahill's, but with, with, with
2: determination, you meant the of turnovers they forced was, was really commendable. Yeah, like you just look at guys there, like um, Alex Sweeney, County kind on of the 17, who's given up maybe a foot and a half. He was he, his clean catch in the second half got us the goal. So we, we weren't outplayed by the physical side, but there was it just was harder for us to maybe uh, manage some of their guys. we done it quite effectively, and I thought we had ourselves in a great position. And I just mentioned that to you just before about the free kick when we were uh, maybe four. Or five points up, and there was a pull on Sean Mack and they were, they were really going hard after us in the second half. And I felt like the marginal calls were probably, you know, advantage calls, but there were no advantage to us with that element. We could have took a few points there, and just a little bit more disappointing that 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 came back to bite us in the end. You know, yeah. When they finish such a close game, those, those calls really are, are are vital.
0: Maybe if it was a five-six point game, you, you could you could let them go but it it was a clear pull on Sean McAvoy by 30 yards or 25 yards from goal and and with a wind that probably would have been enough to get you over the line
2: yeah, them, that one there, and I don't know if you remember the one, uh, Ronan Cullen who just came on was coming out of the ball and he was pulled away and the referee um, just said play away. That was a massive turn for us. We were, all them cases were small free kicks, but we were on the charge and he was probably given the chance to call him kills, which, you know, was fair enough. But them, them little turning points really hurt us coming to the end because you, you're, you're maximising them return. We worked really hard against that team in the second half. So, yeah, I felt that, but we were in a position against Dean McGurk in the Ulster semi-final. Five points down with uh, seven minutes left in the clock, and we hit the we hit the the one uh, the one two to draw that game. So we have we have done that to other teams in the half, and we should be well aware of that. But um, just hugely disappointed for the group of lads um, that was with me there today. Um, they gave everything, and I think you have seen that for the end. We're still pushing near the end to get that final score. So um, yeah, that's the big disappointment is they are good enough to be there, but they you know cut them kills for a play. Keppadas came back, and you know they're there now.
0: Yeah, well, it has been a great year though. Lifting lifting the Markey Cup was was a hell of a an achievement, and I suppose while it's a disappointment today, it has been a great year for Virginia College.
2: Yeah, it's been a, it's been a positive year overall, like him. Um, and uh, just with regards to that group there, there's a good few guys that I'm looking forward to watching in the future. You know, um, you'll see Sean, you'll see Aaron McCabe, and you'll see these guys. Key and Niall Carlins, um, and Killian McCabe's Turlocks, Sean Og McGerty, you know, they're all going to represent Cavan this year and probably more in the future. So that's the big thing for us is that they're all going on and playing and enjoying. Yeah, you know, this experience will, will help them as well along that journey. You know, you learn more from these th- sort of days, which are tough, but it will set them up better for the future.
0: Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years a family owned and family run business Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA if you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle Check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivalled sales and after sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. I suppose Paul he brings up about the the referee there and, and I I'd I be cautious about um about going on about too much, but there was one particular incident where Virginia were four or five points up, as Dermot described there, and it was clear as day. Sean McAvoy's jersey was nearly pulled off. him. Of, you know, you know, one of those ones where you can see the inside color of the jersey. It, it was that obvious, and and the referee was close enough to see it, and he didn't give it. And then it ends up being a defeat. You know, it, it it's those little calls that that you get frustrated with as a manager, I'm sure. But having said that, the the, the referee made made a couple of mistakes. Virginia still should have won the game themselves. You know they had it in their in their own hands, and other young lads and and maybe don't have all the experience, but they learn from that because they're a very good bunch of players, a very intelligent bunch of players. They need to just understand you're you're a point up after scoring a winning point deep into injury time. Fifteen players get behind that ball, and you just foul out in that sixty five, and just keep it. You know, don't don't give them that opportunity, but. They're, they're harsh lessons to learn, but they're lessons I'm sure the lads will learn.
1: Mm, you're showing your cynical side, tactical side here, David.
0: Listen, it's. It, 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 I grew up loving Peter Canavan, and Peter Canavan in '95 was battered and 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 just bullied and lost in all Ireland as a result of it, and then he became very cynical and. I, you know, I can understand the cynical side and the advantages in in using it when necessary.
1: You're blaming Canavan for this. I'm for blaming. This.
0: It's always Tyrone's fault. It
1: disgraceful, disgraceful uh, way you're you're in talking about coaching youngsters. <laughs> take that off. Him. <laughs> oh, did you see that one, <laughs> up? That is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, but I just thought your man was such a dose. If I was play, if I was there, I'd have been like, would you ever, <laughs> feck off? Like, let's <laughs> take, take the roar, head of you, roaring and roaring and roaring. It's like, come on, like. Yeah, yeah, a little bit over the top A little bit But
0: but entertaining nonetheless
1: It's entertaining, yeah I thought the hand ringing about it Like this whole People were saying it was a disgrace And all that I'd say you'd probably see it At every pitch in the country But that's, that's I thought it. your man Was a particular <clears throat> jackass now To be honest He Definitely was, he was hard to listen to
0: Yeah We'll move on The the Cav and Camogues Were victorious at the weekend again um, They're doing very well I was just saying to you Off air Paul It seems to be a case With the Camogues that they're well fit to compete because the only game they've lost is to Limerick and Limerick won the All-Ireland last year at this level, at I think his junior level. So it's a, they're after beating um, Tyrone yesterday on a scoreline of two goals and eight to seven points now. We're going to try and get an interview with, with somebody from the camp for later on in the week on the diehard service. But just generally, it's, it's great to see them doing so well in their first season back.
1: Well, Camogie is quite strong in Cavan, like, um, it's probably stronger than Hor- than Horland, to be honest, yeah. um, it, I'd say it is stronger than Horland, I think you'd have probably stronger clubs there, uh, at that level, um, than than you would have in Horland, and you can see it with the likes of the end there, like a big panel of 30 players, getting to an all-Iron final, okay it was junior B, but still an achievement, and to come up against the Mayo senior champions in that, obviously crushed a lot of brand leaders for Camogie and Cavan, and you've l- long established tradition there in the likes of Castletara and um, yeah. uh, places like that. Lara very very strong coming up I've been pushing across to that closely so th- it's strong at club level and they've been putting in a lot of work at Underage like in a lot of uh, inter-county t- inter- camogie at Underage Has played in blitz formats so you have under 14 inter-county blitzes and under 16 minor stuff like that and then you've got minor B and C competitions and Cavan um, have been doing really well uh, in those like they've been Right up there with the best in Ulster yeah. and further field. so I'm not surprised to see them doing so well.
0: Yeah, it, it it'd be great to see them progress on in, into into a final. Now they still have, I think, three games left of Wicklow to play, Offaly to play, um, or maybe it's only the two games they have left in this. But you know, two wins should see them top that table or, or come second in the table um, behind Limerick. The big one I'd imagine, by the looks of the table, is, is the Offaly one. They seem to be equally as strong. They lost to Limerick by three points, you know, quite similar to Cavan's defeat um, to Limerick as well. So, well, Cavan's was five, but it, it's in the same ballpark. Mm. So, I think the Offaly one, which actually is the last game of the league, and I think there's there's possibilities that one might be in Kingspan Breffney. Um, it's definitely a home game for Cavan, so... We'll keep watching that space, but well done to the girls. And as I said, tune in to Die diehards later on in the week. We'll, we'll be bringing you a little bit more about the Comogs. The Cavan ladies had a victory down in Clare. They beat uh, the Banner by four points. I think it was,
1: wasn't it? Yeah, out in Dungaveg. That's real football country. Yeah, it's very. I find it very interesting the 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 delineation between football and hurling in these countries. Like West Clare is is football and. My grandmother came from C- Corfin. There was never really a hoarder west of Corfin um ever really. Very few, like Colin Lynch that played with Claire from, he was from Lissa Casey in, in the nineties, but there was hardly ever. Right. And lots of countries are like that. It's like yeah. it's
0: North like
1: Kerry North Kerry is hurling. North Kerry is and and again, you wouldn't get that many footballers from North Kerry. Well you would from oh. from North Kerry you would, like Listowel. obviously you get a lot, but from the the, the little Horan on Claver and Causeway and places like that, mm-hmm. y- you wouldn't get them.
0: Paul Galvin falls into that bracket that he. I think he's the first footballer to yeah. come out of that club. Well, him and
1: him and Fitzmorris, I think, were, were club mates. But um, there there's very few, yeah, very few. But I find that very interesting. But West West Clare is the football area, and it's actually changing now because if you're that club team that won the All Ireland or lost, got the Ireland final, lost the Cula. That's right. The, um, I can't remember what the what the name of that club team Castle, was. was this? Castle something can't remember now but Michael
0: McDermott's or Michael McDermott's side
1: No 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 not that no the, the team we lost to Kula in the Horland Oh sorry with, I they, the had to, they had right. Tony Kelly on it Oh yeah But yeah, yeah. um, they actually they were like the, one of the last Horland club before you went into the football territory and as a way of developing the Horland they were allowed to bring in footballers from, from there uh-huh. and they, they got rakes of lads in from that area who are good footballers who, and they got to play in Horland. Jesus. And they're like at like an underage level and they, they just basically open up their whole catchment area. But oh, it's interesting anyway, yeah, it's a little diversion there.
0: But the uh the Cavan ladies yeah. <laughs> Again, they needed the win. They absolutely had I lost down in Clare. Their their chance of promotion was gone. And to bolster that a wee bit Monaghan were beaten by Kerry, which brings them back in in line with them on the table. So it's it's a big big um, a big result for for Cavan that you know getting that that win. They had to get back on the track. the um, the, the important games now to finish off. Cavan have to win the remainder of their games to have any chance of it. They have to hope that Mead slip up, Mead are a point ahead of them on the table. So it's it's one to watch. It's
1: getting but is, it, is it as it always was for it. No, it's only top two. You see. Yeah, so top two go up? No.
0: No. Top two make the final, winner of the final goes up. Winner so it used to of... be top four make semifinals okay. and the winner of the final goes up. So <clears throat> they have to they have to rely on, on Mead dropping points and and win the remainder of their games. Um, for them to to make that final Um, it looks like Kerry are going to are going to hold on out in front in that table but we'll try and get um, some reaction from that game for the Diehards podcast later on in the week as well Um, we'll take a a, a quick look ahead to the weekend because obviously Fermanagh beaten or being beaten being humiliated by Armagh it's kind of put more of a a focused eye on the top of the table now and, and you're you're going to make a big call On on, on promotion well,
1: It's not a big call right? I think it's a big call I don't think it's a big call <laughs> I, I just looked at it And um, was WhatsApping this to yourself And the two Mickeys And uh, they're, like the two, they're like the two Ronnies <laughs> 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 Yeah the two Mickeys um, I WhatsApped this to you A week, a week ago or so um, well, I just went through it And honestly gave my predictions For the nine remaining matches And if if they come to pass Cavan are going to finish sixth. I mean, it's such a tight division. You're only two points off third yeah. at that. But I think, I'm just going to be 100% honest here, I don't think we get got anything in, in Newbridge. And if we lose in Newbridge, um, and I'm predicting Armagh are going to beat Roscommon, in Armagh, which on, all, which on form, they're going to be favourites probably for that game with the Bukis. Um
0: mm. Roscommon
1: are coming to Breffney. Okay, we beat them there last year, but Roscommon are coming to Brefney needing a win to get promoted um Calvin w- will only be able to get to eight. I I actually think that the team to watch out for now is Kildare Funny as it sounds Um they can they're they're eight to one to get promoted at the minute and no one has talked they only got four points. There's not a word about them. But I think they'll beat Calvin and I definitely think they'll beat Westmead at home in the last game. Yeah. They've two home games, which is yeah. huge. If they get to eight and and if if Cavan happened to beat um, was on the last day, I I would imagine that if that we would get Kildare up because they'd have, the have us on the head, head, to head to head. Yeah. And like Westmead.
0: So who do you think goes with them? Armagh.
1: Yeah, I think Armagh are going to get up. I have them on 11. I'll give you my predictions. Yeah, so go for it. There was. There was you ridiculed my predictions, and you ridiculed mine. Yeah, but yours were ridiculous—literally ridiculous. Literally ridiculous. <laughs> you you'd said there was going to be three draws in the remaining nine games. Now, you, now, so oh, now no. you need three draws in the remaining. No, no, eight. no, no,
0: no. I, 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 I've, I've lost out on one of them. For
1: Armagh I thought it was going to be a draw. Yeah, crazy stuff. <laughs> I, I, and I'm the draw master specialist here. Um, so you think my my predictions were as follows, right? There was nine games to go when we made these predictions last week. I predicted Armagh would beat Fermana, which they did. So there's eight games left. And
0: you and you celebrated on WhatsApp with, with
1: uh, look at my prediction after the result.
0: <laughs> it was one out of nine.
1: Because because when I put that up, you were like, "Jeez, we've got some odds on that. <laughs> Aye, for the nine of them, not <laughs> yeah. just for the one well, game. You, yeah, but you came up with three draws. <laughs> three draws alone is like 500 to one. Yeah.
0: Listen, I, as I said, I, I don't actually think there'd be three draws, but I couldn't split
1: the sides. No, what happened was, you had to come up with a scenario where Kevin would get promoted. <laughs> uh, it may be true. It may be true. I mean, I want to see Kevin get promoted too, but let's be, let's be, you call me a pessimist. Let's be a pessimist. I, I, no, i have being a realist. Here, so my predictions were, and if I go, if I go nine from nine here, I'm going to retire. Uh, Armagh to be from Anna. Okay. So in the next round, Armagh are at home to Roscommon. I've taken Armagh. Okay. So we we got through these one by one. Yeah, I've
0: taken Roscommon. I, I think okay. Roscommon are physically strong enough and knowing that the winner of that game is promoted, I think the better side overall is, is Roscommon, personally. but It's only opinion, but I, I, I think Roscommon yeah. are going to get that.
1: That's going to be close. It's just a home advantage. Roscommon will have a good day's work done if they go up there and beat them. They are good. Armagh are good up. But they're happens. a yo-yo team, Armand. Oh, they are completely. Completely, yeah. Claire uh, at home against Fermanagh. I went for a draw. <laughs> I went for Claire. Um I think Clare are Claire are pretty good. Uh, again at home.
0: Yeah, but then were Fermanagh not excellent
1: against Calvin? Fermanagh are good in Brewster usually, but they're pathetic against Armagh. But their whole, their form drops a lot on the road. Okay. Okay. Um, so I've gone for Armagh Claire. I don't think there's any major air chattering results there. No. Westmead against Leash. I've got Westmead to win that at home. We agree for once. Yeah. Westme <laughs> Leash are shite, in my opinion. No no harm no harm to them, but they are. And I know the, they were They were, were the poorest team that. that I've seen in the division. Yeah. And then I've got Kildare to beat Cavan So like these are four results. They're not I think these for are four first, That's
0: my tour draw. Yeah. <laughs> I think Cavan and Kildare, if we get a draw there.
1: You were actually playing <laughs> twister here to get Cavan <laughs> up. Um Okay, look, I, I do think with it with the break that Calvin are in with a good shout in Newbridge but I, I just have a feeling that Kildare are and you've players back like mm. you've Conor Brady
0: you've Conor Madden now fully back you have um, Conor Smith Conor Smith should be back for that the game
1: the two mickeys <laughs> the t- <laughs> and the, <laughs> the three Connors the two mickeys <laughs> and the three
0: Connors yeah I, 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 I fancy our chances of getting you not the, of you're Kildare. not
1: the first person to say that to me another friend of mine who's 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 a bit of a pessimist as well but he he said he fancies Calvin there and he's usually not too far wrong but anyway, that's the way I'm predicting that, right? Yeah. Going into the last round, Cavan at home against Roscommon. Going by my predictions, Roscommon are going to be needing to win uh, and Cavan will only be able to... Cavan will be able to get to eight. Which, which will still give you a chance, but you need a lot of results to go your way. There's more chance of Kildare getting up on eight than Calvin getting up on eight if Kildare beat Cavan.
0: Yeah, but then Kildare have to win their last game as well. But yeah, yeah you're probably but
1: right. I'm very confident that they're gonna beat Westmead at home in, in the last yeah, game. We so both agree on that. I'm gonna go for unfortunately Roscommon who are at the hardest shower to listen to. I find not I the
0: hardest shower to listen to. Oh well, Armar. Armara. Yeah, Armara, Armar, yeah.
1: The, we, okay, but I was kinda of taking as a given that Armara the worst of the <laughs> worst. No Roscommon, I find them, <laughs> I really it's this sick of me over the years from Calvin Shocking to the, beat them.
0: We the, we we can't get a run against them. Yeah. But I'm well, predicting yeah, well, I'm predicting we go two in a row. Well, I hope you're right. And, and the reason, a, a strong reason why I'm predicting two in a row by my previous um, predictions, Roscommon are already up. If they beat Armagh on the final day, they're already up. On or in se- the second, second last, last day. day sorry. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that that would be huge. Like if that does happen, like I think we could both agree, if if Roscommon beat Armagh, they're going to pull out a weaker team against mm. Cavin because they're promoted already. Yeah. So and even if they don't their need isn't greater
1: yeah. you know so yeah no I'd be Cavan absolutely killing themselves to try and get up against a Roscommon team who no matter how motivated they might be yeah I'd I'd fancy Cavan there but I don't think it's going to play out that way so Cavan I'm going to take unfortunately I'm going to take Roscommon at this juncture but that might change if Cavan win in Newbridge I'd change my mind on that um, Claire against Armagh I've Yo, gone for Armagh away from home Same but, as, but that's going to be that's going to be tough enough that's the whole three week thing as well. It's kicking in for Armagh there because they played last weekend when no one else played. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, you're right.
1: Um, yeah. I I've gone for Armagh there, which gets them up. Well, they're they're up anyway. It gets them to eleven.
0: Yeah, um, it puts them top. Clearly.
1: If Claire if Claire happen to win that, I have Claire beaten for Man. If Claire happen to win that, they go to eight. And right. I, and again, and that drags Calvin down. It Drags Calvin down, but it also um. It also uh, gives Claire a shot of promotion because they've got Calvin on the head to head, and they've got, am I right, in saying they've got Clare on the head to head? Yeah. So yeah. Claire, Claire are actually probably worth back in there. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I. It sounds ridiculous. It sounds ridiculous that Claire are in but, the hunt for promotion. But but if they beat, they, they need to pull off a massive scalp beating our man at home the last day, um, which. No, yeah. I've gone for Armagh to win it but I wouldn't fall over a chock of terror on it. Especially if Armagh are already up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do, the, the same applies either way. Whoever whoever wins that Roscommon Armagh game it dictates the results in the final round a wee bit.
1: Yeah, Kildare then to beat Westmead. Yeah, both agree on that. I've got Fermanagh at home to beat Leash. I agree on that. Yeah.
0: And I think that that on, on, on my table that win that Fermanagh-Leash game is a relegation playoff essentially
1: because who have you got going down? So I've Leash and Clare going down. So no, they, I, I, I've got a you've Leish and Clare going down. Yeah, yeah. But have you not got Clare going to six by beating Fermanagh?
0: No, because they. Where are we going?
1: You've got no, to they go, draw. They draw oh, <laughs> 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 with well, so, The way my table is out is our man top on eleven, or Ascoman next on nine. Kildare on eight, Westmead on seven, Clare on six, Cavan on six. That's Cavan on six points. Uh, in sixth place on six points. Then I've got Leash on five, and Fermanagh on four. But there's a couple of wee results there that could change. I,
0: so you've Leash and Fermanagh going down, right?
1: But that's if that's if Fermanagh beat Leash the last day, and if Fermanagh are already down, which the could. well they won't be, no, they no, won't be. can't be. They already have so four Leash points. Leash will have to work cut out to go up there and win. But if Leash did happen to win. Uh, that moves least to seven, and Calvin go down. Yeah, whereas, Look, I don't think Calvin are going to go down. Whereas I I'm it. confident Calvin won't go down.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 confident there's going to be rain. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a pessimist. <laughs> okay, here's my my final table. Ross Common top the table at nine, um, but obviously lose to Calvin the last day, which means that after Calvin's draw with Kildare. And a win against Roscommon, Cavan goes second, Armar and Tord with eight. Then you have Westmead and then Kildare, fourth and fifth on seven. is on six thanks to beating Leash the last day in Brewster Park. Leash go stay on five and Clare on five. That's the way I, I see the table going. But again, it's four points from top to bottom. Like i I I get one result badly wrong there and Clare are out of danger and so are Leash so it's, um, that's all
1: it takes Is probably one result round but the, the, the big ones That's going to settle uh, Promotion Is going to be Armand is going to be A huge game And yeah. then obviously Cavan And Calair is going to be A huge game Kildare Like Calair, the way With two home games Coming up Kildare have got to be Looked at as probably Four favourites to get up there um, Yeah I want to yeah. look at Look at the odds Quick to hear While you're talking
0: I'd agree I, I, I agree with you It has to It has to come down To this next round With And it's vital for Cavan because if Armagh win, Roscommon needs something in in, in Kingsman Breffni, and that's a different scenario. Um, obviously, an easier scenario is Roscommon beat Armagh up in the athletic grounds. They've got their promotion, and and, and we're looking at uh, a team whose need isn't as great as ours.
1: Could let are 13-8 on to beat Cavan in Newbridge, right? As as I expected, Cavan are out to six to one to get promoted now. Um, Armagh or Evans or coming are two to one, Kavan are six to one. Kildare are now fourteen to one. Uh, I was, they were eight to one there at the weekend. What price are Claire fifty to one to get promoted? Let me go back to this. No,
0: no, no, no. no. Uh, listen, that's wasting time. It's Don't not, even talk about Claire getting promoted.
1: If they beat Fermanagh, right? They go to six. Which, yeah. which I think they will. And if they beat If they beat Armagh at home, and that's a big they go result, to eight. like uh, but but eight,
0: a, eight won't be enough to get you up. I don't think. I don't see any scenarios that it it actually gets you
1: up. Did Claire definitely be Clare?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so they've, they've got Clare on the head to head. I but they've got Calvin on the head to head.
0: That's if Claire get the eight. So Claire win their last two. So you're saying?
1: Yeah, which is taking points off Calvin and Westmead. And Westmead. So that that I think that will happen.
0: That works that way, but then your Ross Common and Armagh you don't see either of them getting the nine on 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 that scenario, which means you think that. Oh sorry, you see only one of them getting the nine.
1: Armagh beating worst common, which leaves worst common on, on
0: nine, and Ar- and or worst on, on seven, seven
1: and Armagh on nine. Cavan would have to beat worst common the last day, which gets Cavan to eight, and Claire have us on the head to head, unless we're level with Gildare, which case goes to score difference. Um. If there's more than more yeah, than two teams yeah, yeah, To yeah, score yeah. If it's, I just not uh, it yeah. it's, like, it's I such don't a wide think. open division. But no. fifty to one, a lot would have to go go no, that, that way. It, that's not. But, I, but I think I think there's a good, there's a decent chance Claire might get to eight. But who knows what's going to happen? Fingers crossed, Calvin get up. That's the yeah,
0: yeah. I don't understand the betting for the Calvin Kildare game, but yet, so they have Kildare's favorites, yeah, yeah. But yet they have They're pretty Cavan, Cavan ahead of them in the betting for promotion. I don't understand how that would work.
1: Because Cavan Ka- have six points in the bag. Clare
0: have
1: four. four. are 14 to one. I'm telling you now, I'm going to be having a bit of a punt on that. <laughs> and Claire and Cavan. <laughs> and oh, our man coming. <laughs> and the le- draw. At and- least go down. <laughs> And the <a> draw
0: somewhere <laughs> in there as well. Um, folks, that's all we've time for on the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast. Um just to bring your attention to, I've done an in-depth interview over on in the Die Hard Service with former Calvin footballer and Virginia manager, Virginia college manager and um, awfully strength and conditioning coach Dermot Um Had a good long sit-down about his playing career, about his his uh, career so far in, in strength and conditioning and, and a lot in between, so that's worth listening over on www. Patreon.com forward slash we are Calvin. Thanks again for listening to the McAvoy Supervalue GE podcast and don't forget to like and share McAvoy's Supervalue Facebook page.
2: Yes, it was great. Yes,
1: it was great. Yes, it was great stuff. And Larry has put it over the bar. It was hard, fast football after that. You're
2: in Kevin. nice Was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Kevin to get come back into the big time? And then McCabe and it's over the lap. And Cabin are not buried yet. Have them doing all
1: they could to hold their
2: lead. To Derek McDonough, what a goal! Oh, yes! And over the bar, Vincent Tahill. What a day he is having! Oh, this is brilliant by Cavan! Dandy legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. How are you? How you?